Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Um, welcome to this edition of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm joined, as always, by the hooch to me being Turner, Monsieur Flatman. Good day. Hey, good day, fella. Uh, what about you? Um, I'm only calling you hooch because you, you do dribble a lot, especially when something's cooking on the barbecue. Yeah, I do. Um, and I've got because I've got um, Gus the bull terrier. People quite often say, "Oh, you know what they say about owners looking like their dogs." Mm. It's also that white spit you get, you know, that comes out of your mouth, not the clear stuff. It's like <laughs> like the back of a horse after the saddle comes off the Grand National. That's the sort of stuff that comes out the side of your mouth <laughs> my yeah, my parents assumed it was rabies um, that's, that's why you tested. that's why you never wear a black shirt on a night out <laughs> <laughs> just comes through all the salt comes out in you that and all the salt marks from my sweaty back i always can't risk it oh. um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit bleary-eyed fella if i'm gonna be totes honest with you did you open a bottle of wine after a four-hour stint yesterday oh did i flipping ever oh. absolutely flipping necked it Kids buffalo do, did they? I uh, got, buff- got a buffalo by one of the absolute lads, and then uh, to another one left-handed and did the flipping lot. Just got it down. I mean, because I'm because ultimately I'm a Zulu warrior. Get it down. I was fine. I saw it off. Um, no, it was it wasn't that bad, fella. Um, Were you out? out? No. Oh, okay. Not really. I um, I had your, I had. Where's your cutoff um, point? Yeah, exactly. Once I start, though, you know what I'm like. I've got, I've got an off switch. <laughs> um, if I if I have one, I'm having three. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I had I had um, dinner with um, Matt Powell, um, ex Worcester Warriors kit man, mm. and uh, my great mate Duncan McKillop um, of Fidelius Bath Wealth Management. Um, he doesn't have oh. to manage any of our wealth because we haven't got any, but we're mates nonetheless. Talking, um, talking hedge funds, were you? Percentage, APR, interest rates, Bank of England. Yeah, let's do this. God. Uh, let's do this. 
Uh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we had a we actually had a wicked night, and then the kids ran wild. And Dunks is like this amazing cook, so they had spatchcock chickens, and Dunk did us a butterfly leg of lamb. And the annoying thing is. Three days ago, I did, oh, a butterfly, no, I did a butterfly leg of lamb for everyone, and it wasn't that good. He did it, and it was much better. Oh, was why can't you just say chicken and lamb? Why do you have to, like, snazz it? I'd be like, I've got a mate like that, Matt James. He'd, like, he'll do a cassoulet. <laughs> he'll say, I'm making oh, a cassoulet yeah. tonight. Mate, you're just making a casserole. No, cassoulet's Or he'll say, oh, I'm, I'm, doing a, I'm doing Michelle Roux's burgers tonight. I mean, why do you say burgers? Why do you have to, like, snazz it up by adding, like, some French chef to it? It's because we're a bit nouveau, because we're it's trying to pose. We're posers. Yeah, yeah, materialistic. Um, yeah, so yeah, chicken and lamb. Well done. Uh, chicken and lamb. Yep. Um, and we had a lovely night. And then I realised. I said to Dunks, "What? Well, I didn't have a watch on, fella." So I said, "What time is it?" And he said, "Half ten. Unlike said, you, oh, going to wealth said, management's oh, house without when your Rolex. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> what um, this whole thing? This whole thing on my wrist. Uh, oh God, A to B in it. A to B. <laughs> so, so, um, funny you say that. Did um, did find a Rolex on the beach yesterday? I'm down in Devon. I found a gold Rolex with diamonds in it on the beach. No way, way. I hope it's a prank. I'm someone's filming you. It's not. Re- uh, already returned it to its rightful owner. So, how do how do you find out that? Facebook. Really? Yep. The power of Facebook. The reach. Facebook. Your reach is large, mate. Well done. Pauli's wife Anita was hoping she could keep it though. Mm. So I don't know. If, don't know if we can do that. That is a nice bit of kit that someone obviously doesn't care very much about. But um, do you know my mate James? Um, not James, uh, James Rainbird. I was going to say James mm. Parks. Then. We went to a James uh, Richard Parks event where he was talking about um, all the challenges that he's done. Anyway, Rainbird is a bit flash, okay, um, and he, he wore his Rolex, massive one as well, huge. Couldn't miss it, right? Obviously wore it with a short sleeve shirt. You know, what's the point of wearing a long sleeve shirt over it? <laughs> Yeah, um, could you? it's like having a sleeve, isn't it? No one ever yeah. wears long sleeve shirts, but they've got a tattoo sleeve. Um, and there's there's a couple of guys there, like Jim Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why he, that's why he dresses like a 15 year old, so everyone can see his ink. Oh, <laughs> it is a little bit. You're right. Um, and a couple of guys who were owned a watch shop came over, two of them, and they were like, "Oh my god, mate, I lo- we love that watch. That's one of our favorites. Can we have a look?" And he said he was like a little bit coy, saying, "Yeah, okay." Um, so he took off his oh watch. No. He started having a look around, and they went, "Is it fake?" And he looked at us, and went, "Yeah." He bought it from Zanti. Oh no! Oh. He did obviously tell us. He's, I think he has some genuine watches, which aren't fake. You know, he's he's got a. I think he's got a Timex. He's got a Loris, um, a Swatch. You know, they're genuine ones, but. <laughs> This one. He's, got, he's got and he's got loads of calculator watches. Honestly, loads. oh mate, didn't stop laughing. Didn't stop laughing. But that's that is terror, absolutely terror. I, the fake watch thing, it's like go for it, but it's the, it's the pretending. It's the, the pretending piece. Oh. Don't pretend. Don't pretend it's real, fella. But it was a good fake. If you can get them, yeah. Yeah, I mean you probably can't, but ah, well maybe. Maybe. Yeah, um, I'm not having it. Uh, but we, we had a lovely time, Tom. I realised it was later than I thought, so we had to get a taxi and get the kids home. Um, and I set my alarm to wake up to do this pod, this very pod. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've been in such a deep sleep since 1980. Can I also, just talking about losing a watch, I wonder if he started to claim it on insurance 
got like a crime reference number because sometimes you need them. Claimed it. I mean, how much are we talking this Rolex worth now? N- none of the Rolex are cheaper, they. They start at about five, five and a half, I'd have thought. I'll take three. Um, yeah, and found him. Did he come to you or did you go to him? No, someone else uh, Someone else went on Facebook and just quickly searched up something. And yep. an hour later, it was. It turns out um, we knew them. Oh, so, you know everyone, mate. You know everyone. You know what it's like. I drove past... Um, I drove past, uh, driving on a country lane two days ago, right, in Devon. And you wouldn't know this, but when you're walking a dog and you're on a bit of a tight lane and a car comes along, the car slows down and you pull your dog to the side of the road and the car goes past, right? Don't walk on those roads, mate. That's a st- For one, all right? Yeah, for one, exactly. Um, but the weird thing is that you wouldn't know because you haven't got a dog, is that dogs, somehow, for some reason, even the most compliant dogs, resist being pulled to the side of the road. So you're always tugging your dog to the side of the road. And you what? Sort of, you heard me. Um, you're always pulling him off to the side of the road. And um, you've got to get your leg around him and they pull their head back through their collar. And they are a nightmare to get out of the way. of the side. So I just, just like crawled past this bloke and he laughed and said, sorry, mate. I said, don't worry, mate. My dogs do the same thing. You know how chatty I am. He goes, oh, it's flats. It's flats. And I was like, oh, hello, mate. Hello. And he waved and said, prefer shanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just as I was driving off, I was like, prefer shanks. I was like, okie dokie. <laughs> that is it's a weird thing. It's like it's See you not later. meant to it's not meant to be an insult. See you later. Uh, but he's he's clearly likes our podcast. Maybe he just thinks and, you bring the best out of me. All right. And the pod, he went, and the pod as I drove off. Mm. Like, okie dokie. I thought he was gonna uh, talk about like what dogs do you keep. Yeah, you know, anyway, right. if he's listening, hello fella. Yeah, screw you, mate. All right, we we're coming as a tag team. Yeah, I think I think he meant it's a compliment. I sort of think he did. No. Um, but anyway, the the other thing, the other thing, boy, is that I met um, at the seaside a bloke. Because to get to this little beach, you've got to have a boat, right? And you can have a little dinghy, or you can have something flash. But you got you need a boat to get there because that's that's the beauty of it. Because it's not packed like Solcom is heaving at the moment. But you get on your little boat and yeah. you're just gone. And what's it's the point, of going, what's the point of going down there if you don't have a boat, right? Exactly right. Um, so uh, we saw this old bloke, and I'm thinking, how did you get here? Because you're so old, you're two walking sticks. This bloke could hardly walk, like anymore, which is sad, but he's very old. And um, he he pulled me over and he said, "Young man, I must say, I must say, I love the podcast, and I'm glad you're back." Mm. I was like, "What a legend!" I'm not doing that thing where people retweet praise, but it was like, "Did you grow a little bit taller to six foot? Do you think walking around?" Six three, but we had a little chat, and I said the problem is, you know, you're a valuable fan, but I'm not sure how many seasons you got left in you. Mm. And he agreed. He said this could be my last one. Uh, it's his swan song, so we might lose that listener in the next twelve months. Um, well, hopefully not. Ladies and gentlemen, just Derek, this, his name was. Hello, Derek. Just to put this into a little bit of context, Flats does walk around um, Salcombe, Devon, Kingsbridge, a bit like the Pope, where people do want to stop him, kiss his hand as much as possible. So. You know, you're, you're going to get attention. You're going to get attention. <laughs> but you're you're a likable guy. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it's all about. And it's not wrong with that, mate. Not wrong with that. Doing a charity walk this morning, boy. Will that's you? why I've asked to do the pod a bit earlier. Doing um, all right, beefy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing. We're going Hope Cove to Sulcum 
to um, raise money for Rides for Rangers because it's uh, talk to me in miles, mate. How many? Six. Oh, that's I'm I'm doing a um a walk today about four and a half miles. So I win. Mm. Uh, where's your walk? Uh, Saint Pierre Golf Club. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a bloody coastal path, and if you've ever walked a coastal path, which you haven't, no, mate, no, mate. I don't even like country file. Love, <laughs> I love country file, but actual farmers hate it apparently. But I, it is you go right the way down and right the way up, the steepest walks ever. Oh. And when you're just a shade over fifteen stone, that's not ideal. When I first met you, at probably eighteen years old, I never thought in sort of twenty-two years' time you'd be nausing me about coastal walks and the beauty of them, <laughs> but. <laughs> No, there no, we go. I, I, you live and learn. I'll level with you, you fella. I don't want any part of it, but here I go. I was, I offered to be the support vehicle, um, and everyone laughed, and it just happened. Powell had got there first. He's already nabbed the spot of support vehicle, so he's going to drop everyone off, drive to the end, and wait with a coffee. Yeah. And we're walking for hours. A little barbecue. Maybe put some sausages on there. Um, did you see the steak I cooked from Field and Flower? Oh, yeah. One of the best. One of the best. I've done. Yeah. And I, I went the extra sort of 10%. I did a proper barbecue. Um, used one of those funnels you taught me about. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're good, isn't it? Yeah. Just for lighting uh, briquettes. And uh, took my time. Took my time with it. And it was absolutely delicious. I, I'm i not your level yet. I do need to have a meat thermometer. Um, it's good for taking your own temperature um, as well as the meat. But... I do need that to make sure I've cooked it to the level. I'm, I'm not very good with the touch, but um, wonderful, wonderful. I often walk around on a like with the meat probe in me <laughs> to see how I'm doing, <laughs> just to check I'm not overdoing it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the first version of an Apple Watch or something, isn't it? A Garmin. <laughs> Temperatures up. <laughs> Yeah, oh, chill out. Um, I'm not. I'm not at the touch level. Dunks last night who cooked. He, he can cook things by touch. I'm not there. I still use a meat probe. I use the old meter, and I use it. The thermopen's good as well. I use that too. Mm. Um, that's what you've got, isn't it? The stick it in. They're brilliant. Yeah, I went. But, um, I also a little had a little, quite an exciting week. I mean, no work, obviously standard, obviously, um, but it was enjoyable. I went down to see my mate Paul Luger in Amroth. Oh, yeah, how was that? Yeah, so he's got a pub, the new inn. Um, best pub in Amroth, uh, beer garden, a lot. Um, obviously back open again now. So myself, Jamie Robinson, Sean James, uh, John Pritchard joined us a little bit later after work. He'd had a meeting you in Pembroke. You like? Yeah. Um, very clever, sensible. Um, yeah, brilliant. I mean, I wasn't going to drink. <laughs> Less than 12 pints. Uh, uh, but it but it was good. It was good. It was one of those Leo Sayers, Mikey Rayers, just softly, softly, all responsible, all responsible. Gladstone, Gladstone Small Dayers, all, <laughs> all socially distancing, um, but just great, great. I mean, it's I get excited now when I see traffic. You know, little things yeah. like this. You know, going to McDonald's in the morning for a breakfast. You know, little things like this. As we spoke about last week, it's getting back to normality. Yeah. So. Really good, really good. A um, little bit of a struggle the next day, but you know, I'm not, I'm not Superman anymore, mate. Yeah, I've got, I've got. I'm sort of over the period now where you try and hide your your hangover, where you like you you get back and 
get into the house, you see the kids, you see your wife. I'm like, how are you? I, I am absolutely fine. Incredible. You know, I, <laughs> I didn't mix. You know, I just stuck to one drink. So, you know, fine. I might even go, I might even do a little bit in the gym later. Um, gone past yeah. that station. I'm like that. Ugh. I'm all right. No. Just, can you just let me watch James what, Bond or something? Look, what, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. And then can you leave? Can you just leave me alone yeah, for a bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I feel like that today, but I've got to go and do a 10k walk and it is um, raining. You might find that it freshens you up a little bit, though. Yeah. Might do. Yeah. Or I might be really dehydrated and knackered. Mm. Um, one way to look at it. I also, because you know what I'm like, you know, I'm just like a volcano sometimes, you know, just simmer away and I explode. Um, <laughs> had a couple of, had a couple more on, on Saturday. What? Um, yeah, I went to Cornerstone Restaurant, Spiro's Borg. His restaurant watched um, the Blues Scarlets game, or should I say Scarlets Blues game? Yeah. Uh, so double bubble for me. Um, I know. Well done, boy. I know I'm hard. Um, well done, boy. Just means I have to take a week off. That's all. Everyone's like, everyone's now is like, oh, back to work, eh? Back to work. I'm like, well, one to two days a week. Mm. Um, let's not overdo it. Let's not overstate how much work is going on here. Where were you at the weekend? I mean, let's not hit the games yet. Tease All us. Right. Tease us. Where were you when Mark Durden? Mark Durden, who, who? Smith. Um, where, that's I mean, it's a good question and it appears I've forgotten. We're at the Stoop for London Irish against Saints because London Irish are using the Stoop as their home ground mm-hmm. until the end of end of season because they're out of the Medeski. I'm not, you know, as a neutral, won't miss that place at all. Very easy to get to, way more convenient than anywhere else they could have been. In fact, the most convenient stadium I ever went to, except Bath, where I live, where I pretty much never go to report on games. Um, Medeski was a dream because um, easy to get to, straight off the M4, um, massive car park, and again, London Irish might not like this, but relative to the number of seats, not that many fans in attendance as a rule. So traffic getting out was never that bad. Yeah, but However, she lacked a little bit of Atmos. She does. And, you know, bigger picture, rugby union, sports the winner, include the kids, uh, fight for our futures. I'd much rather they were in a stadium that they loved, that loved them, and they could go closer to filling. So Brentford will do that. But it ain't ready. It hasn't got all the like posters up and that. I remember playing Edinburgh in the uh, Magnus League at the time. And we ran out. And they obviously played their games at uh, Murrayfield. Oh, yeah. Um, and as we were running out to probably 600 people, uh, they let off cannons. And no joke, I shit myself. Um, <laughs> honestly, my heart went completely. It was like, I had a couple of moments like that yesterday. Uh, it was mowing the lawn. And uh, frogs kept jumping out of the long grass. And oh. now, I don't like things like that, frogs. They're, they're just too prehistoric. You know, they, they just look, <laughs> you know, they've been around for millions and millions of years. You know, I'd rather a spider, but a frog, it's like a snake or a serpent. And I just don't trust the way they move, mate. Um, and it was horrible. It was horrible. It really, my heart started to go. And I had a barbecue cover on the floor earlier, and I picked that up, put it on the chart. Oh, no. Yeah one under there as well and it was just oh mate not for me so that's on my list of things i hate as well as blooms um <laughs> clowns no i don't mind clowns just sandy feet ice cream man sandy, <laughs> sandy feet i can't stand sandy feet mate you know where your feet get wet and you put them in the sand so yeah mm. yeah you 
get used to that. Um, I, funny enough, I saw a frog last night on the way out. We on the way out of uh, back from dinner last night, walking down the steps to the taxi, we saw a frog, and mm. the kids went mad. I'm more along the lines of I don't want to touch it, but I do want to stand there and look at it for a while. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, could I make that my pet? Mm. No. Um, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, boy. I see where you're coming from. I'm, you know, I'm just at one with nature. Mm. Yeah, you're not, are you? Um, you're not. So I had a, I went, went, up, went up to the stoop, right? Went up to the stoop. But I basically had, I had a choice, right? This and it's all logistics. I either get up at silly o'clock and drive to the stoop from South Devon, or, and then drive back straight away after the game, or. I sacrifice pretty basically a day holiday when the weather's nice. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to dig in and get it done. And you know, you, you said you just look, you like, you're, you're happy when you see a bit of traffic. Cause it feels like normal's coming back. Yeah, boy. Well, it felt great at the weekend because there wasn't any, because I, I've got the new, um, at the moment I'm, just uh, for a couple of weeks playing with the new Land Rover Defender and it is wicked and put yourself on an old Land Rover Defender and drive to London and you're mad uh, put yourself in the new one and I got from Devon you're, you're rich door. you're rich yeah um, or you're lucky and they've uh, lent you one to play with um, and I got from Devon to the stoop with a drive through coffee stop in two hours 55 minutes so in my hour tops well, no, I do 10% over. No, nah, mate, that's a old wives' tale, that. Cruise control, 10%. Well, I got told by a policeman, of course um, you did. Andy, Andy at CrossFit Bath, that they are... Spectre Condon, all, probably, wasn't it? They don't... <laughs> chief Inspector. And the, ne- and the new the new chief of police called Crested a Dick. They've gone from Condon to Dick. Yeah. Um, that's brilliant. Um... You know, mm. six AM is an early start for me mm. when I haven't started much before eight, eight thirty in the morning for the last six months. Yeah. You gotta get your body clock back, haven't you? Uh I tell you what was good yeah. news though, was that the Pro fourteen was back. Um this oh, weekend. Yeah. I can't yeah, like I can't believe it's like the what is it, the twenty fourth of August and we're sort of we're back to playing rugby. Yeah. Doing well. So, I mean, literally feels like it was March. 16 years ago imagine in March if they'd said you're not playing again until the end of August you'd be like mm. oh my god no way we're knackered it'll never happen it's too long the clubs will go bust we'll go bust yeah here we are you what you what you what you what you what correct like the ringtone from um, I can't remember what it's called yeah Lenny's phone save me I have been ploughing through people just do nothing oh isn't it brilliant like just rerunning some of that fun. And there's a couple of episodes, I think, on sort of series three and series four, which I've missed somehow. And they are just gems. They're absolute yeah. gems. I've I've loved every minute of it. When Jabali G goes into Babies R Us and he's like, ha ah, ha, how old? And the lady goes, oh, nine months. He went, no, you. <laughs> 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 oh, he's talking to another lady with a baby. He's like, "Oh, you know, are you um, has he got a daddy? Are you with partner?" She went, "Yeah." Went, See you later. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can you show me where the breastfeeding area is? 
<laughs> oh, I just loved it. I've loved it. Oh, it's been one of the funniest ones is when um, MC Grinder <laughs> is he's he's gone down the drugs path. Okay, he's split up with me. She's gone down the drugs path, and his his acting is phenomenal. Um, it is, yeah. and he's he's cleaned himself up, and he goes around her house, and he's cooking her lasagna, and he's going on a a tour to a museum with the kids from school. Oh, it's phenomenal, phenomenal. So <laughs> the little half hour episodes, and they properly cheer me up. Remember when we saw MC Grinder at a restaurant in London? Yeah, Michelle was with us at Temper Restaurant. We were in Soho, doing doing life right, and he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dressed as as you would expect him to be dressed with uh, a hoodie, a cap. Um, he was, yeah, dressed like Jim Hamilton. Yeah, um, like a fifteen-year-old skateboarder. But obviously, it was a bit odd. You you followed him into the loo, didn't you? You like to see what celebrities. Oh, well, on a photo. Yeah, well, you want to see what celebrities are made of, don't you? Oh uh, yeah. I had a week. Remember the sports cafe in Leicester Square? I went for a wee in there once, and I stood up. I, I got got to got to a wall to the urinal and I looked next to me I said alright mate it's Alan Shearer and he had, he'd had a few drinks and he said "Let I won't say that we don't swear on our um, pod but he said oh let me guess you want to see how big you want to see how big Alan Shearer's knob is <laughs> I said nope that wasn't my primary reason for coming in just needed a wee you were like that didn't oh, do, didn't. damn you seen straight through me gotcha anyway, let's, have a, let's have a look yeah um i do remember going to the motorway services once and the newcastle team used to drive themselves to and from games like in mpvs it was like i guess it was like an idea to team building save cash stop everyone getting on flights all the time i can't remember but i remember going to the motorway services and some of the newcastle boys were in there on the way to a game the next day and um i walked into the gents and uh Rob Andrew was having a wee at the urinal and he had his uh, trousers and pants down by his ankles. <laughs> it's a little boy wee. We, we, when, um, in the 2003 World Cup, God, sounds like years ago. Sorry, go on. Um, go on. But um, we went to a, a public, so f- I think there's like 10 of us went to a public swimming pool uh, for a bit of pool recovery. Okay, um, I was there, Kerry Sooner was there, Mark Tone. Anyway, we go in, uh, we come out, we get changed, and we're all sort of dotted around the change room, and Sweeney's getting unchanged, fully naked. But while we were there, there was um, sort of, there was a school from, like a special school there, so people were learning difficulties. And uh, Sweeney's just going about his business, getting changed, but then one of the, one of the kids from this special school was desperately trying to rip all his clothes off. And the school, all I remember is the school teacher saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he went, he showed me his. I want to show him mine. Like this. <laughs> 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 this, this, kid, this kid was desperate to show Sweeney <laughs> his cock and balls. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it was amazing he showed oh, me his his mine like this he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway should we get into some rugby oh that's brilliant yeah fella yeah go on there millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, who played? Who played rugby at the weekend? Oh, well, who didn't, right? Who didn't? Now, last week, the weather was a little bit of a killer, wasn't it? Because it rained heavily and it, it ruined a little bit of... Um, I suppose, the quality. Now, we'll start with Sale Exeter, Friday night game. Yeah. And uh, what a start from Manu. Really quiet last week, but had three or four carries in that first half, and it just caused Ian Witten, who is an ox of a bloke. Yeah. So he just sort of ran straight through him, really. And you're talking about Witten, who I'd, I'd say is one of the most robust, Strongest sort of direct centers and had nothing to stop to Elangi. He's, big, he's bigger than Manu, mind. He's significantly bigger than Manu. I've, st- I've stood shoulder to shoulder with both of them, and he is a massive bloke. Yeah, you can be big, but the power, power ratio well. is incredible. And as I said, you know, last week he hardly touched the ball, but he had a massive carry for the first try from Tom Curry, didn't he? Straight over the gain line, and then. Yeah. Sayer on the front foot, and Sayer were really good, I thought, in that first 20 minutes. Defensively, mm. aggressive, off the line, shutting down Exeter. Um, Rob Dupree, his try was wonderful. A little bit of magic, wasn't it? Steps inside, breaks Lovely. through a couple of tackles, and yeah. quite a lot of pace and strength, actually, to to path through. You still worry when he's in front of uh, his kicking tee, and he's looking at the post, where the ball's going to go. I will say that, but yeah, yeah, there is, yeah, you're right, there is mm. a bit of that. Yeah, um, they they did start the game really well, Sale. Mm. Um, but you just, it's. I think I said last week on the highlights, it's a bit like Chiefs are a bit like Man United under Sir Alex. It's like, well, you, if you're a Chiefs fan or you're a neutral, you don't worry that they're down at half time or they haven't started brilliantly because yeah, there's no way they're either not going to win it nope. or it's going to be very very close. Or you have to keep up that level of defence for yeah. large periods, and you can't just do it for a sort of twenty minutes. It has to be for for sixty, seventy minutes. Sam Simmons' try was so classy. You know, when when Cuthbert runs that ball back, he absolutely gets nailed by Marlon Yard. Oh my God, Marlon Yard hammered him. I know. Do you see the neck go back and everything? Oh. And Cuthbert's a big bloke as well. Yeah, um, but that inside ball to Woodburn and then a link play. Ah, it was the way rugby should be played. Really? Yeah, Henry Slade, beautiful touch, mm. new baby daddy, and but Ollie Woodburn, 
he rips through the middle last week, feeds Hogg for the score yep. against Tigers. Rips through the middle this week, feeds Simmons. Mm. Rips through the middle again and feeds Hogg again on the outside. Like, yep. he's just a feeder. That was he's such a, a nice try, um, Hogg's try. Again, we, we talked about it last week, that sort of standard setup. This was from a drive hitting the 12, and the ball's flat like that. You can't drift. And it's the ball from Simmons, though. He just he sacrifices himself to put Woodburn through. Gets yep. nailed. I think um I think they mentioned it in, in BT, you know, he's just put his ribs on the line for that. Um and yep. just and just feeds Hogg and Hogg's at the end of it all the way through. But there's also, mate, there's no way you should be tapping and going from five meters out when you've got plenty of time to get back and score. And I know Luke Cowan Dickey is incredibly powerful, but there you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Um, but he did it last week as well. Yeah, but you, you, you've you got to be brave to carry it that low like he does. But on the flip side, you've got to be brave to go low in a tackle like that. And they don't. They try and sort of lift him up and roll him back. But he's just got so much weight behind him from the rest of the Exeter team that you know, you've got to meet lowness with lowness in that situation, haven't you? Yeah, and if for me it's like... Like Dan Lydia would have stopped him. Joe Worsley would have stopped him. Those types of tacklers. Warby would stop him. Yeah. Neil Back would have stopped Tom him. Tom Curry would have stopped him. Underhill would have stopped him. Yeah, stopped. yeah. 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 Um, but the the thing, the the annoying thing for Sale fans is that, or Sale players... Penalties? Like, is, <laughs> well, no, but you, you can hear them shouting. You hear the players, because there's no fans. You can hear things. If you really listen on the on the TV, you can hear them shouting, quick tap, quick tap, quick tap, and then he scores it. Mm. So you're like, it's not like they weren't, it's not like Mike Forshaw, defence coach, didn't prep them, but they didn't react. And that, that that is, people talk about coach killers and Steve Diamond said they got executed after the game, executed because mm-hmm. they couldn't deal with Exeter's power. But it's like, got it. that is just prep that. That isn't flat out power, that's just prep. And Or no, not, not prep, that's mental awareness. But if you look at the, the two, the Simmons and the Hog tries, you think Ollie Woodburn is banging through the middle and you think that, Midfield has been torn apart a couple of times, so I think that's difficult to stop. Though, when when you've got when you run a move like that, so accurate, everything is um, just concise. There, it's it's really difficult to defend. Um, Marlon Yard sort of gets himself lost a little bit, um, yeah, but it is very difficult to defend. Whilst you know, Luke Kandicki isn't that difficult. You just got to be ready and switched on. More so, you've only got one player to tackle. There's no decoy runs. It's just. Being brave. I, one player pressed me, Flans. I hope he impressed you. I thought uh, Maunder at nine was really good. Yeah, really good. Energy, work rate, aggression yep. as well. Yep. Um, I just thought, you know, they, they had such a great player in Nick White, didn't they? Uh, yeah, someone year. needs to step up there. Yeah. I'm glad he, he looked really good. And I like him especially because his dad's a butcher. Oh, is he? So I sometimes wonder if, if we're nice enough about him on TV or on the pod, you know, hope a little packet of tomahawks might arrive but nothing so far so give us half a cow Uh, I think he's he's rubbish but the the penalties were really bad for sale the penalty count was huge Um, they were pretty poor at the breakdown the scrum wasn't great either and there was a lot of drop balls from them you know you try and play that block move now behind a a pod to your your 10 or a a ball player loads of those balls were going on the floor passes weren't finding the man Um, eventually something did click with sale towards the end uh Partly because of the changes, I thought, and yeah. you know, that's just that's going to happen anyway. You know, when you're that far ahead, like an extra team, you're going to sort of mentally switch off a little bit. Um, but the subs come on and made a difference, and Solomon had a top finish. But 
But Sale struggled, and you know that's why Exeter beat him by ten points. Yep. Mm. Um, now the game that I was looking forward to again was the same game last week was Bristol. Um, yeah. And I've got I've got a little note here. Radraja, f me. Um, I've put. You want him to? No, you don't want. No, that's what you mean. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind. Um, oh, by the way, we got an email saying how to pronounce his name properly last week. Radradra. No. Okay. Two silent ends. Randrandra. Randrandra. Okay. Fine. And weirdly, you say it on TV, and you get people on Twitter saying, "Why don't you learn how to say the players' names properly?" There's no ends in it. You're like, "All right, keep up. Keep." There's no end in Tuolangi. Well, no mates. Here we go. That break um, for Purdy try was unreal, and that, the problem you got with people like. Ranradra and uh, Randrandra. <laughs> you've stitched me up now. I don't even know how to say it. Semi. Um, yeah, there you go. Semi and Manu is that a lot of the damage has already been done before they're actually on the field because, you know, they're so big, strong. You naturally give them a little bit more sort of time because you wait for them to, to make their move sort of thing rather than close them down. And that's what 12 Trees does and he misses him. Um, but that offload to Purdy is a thing of beauty. Isn't it? Mate. It's just... It's outrageous. It's outrageous. You can't coach that. That's just instinctive. Yeah, well, you can coach it. You can improve. But you know what I'm saying? is like not every player can do that at all. There'd only be a handful of players that could be able to do that. But his pace as well. He's not mm. just... Wow. I tell you, talking about, just moving ahead a little bit, I talk about pace now. There was one moment where Cipriani kicks the ball ahead into open space. It's around 66 minutes. And... Uh, Reese Samet and Johnny May are chasing. Oh yeah, her. and Lewis Reese Samet is pulling away from Johnny May. He is, isn't he? He's pulling away now. You know, you, who you don't know whether one's a little bit tired, a little bit of fatigue, um, got some doms going on. But Lewis Reese Samet looked super fast. El Rapido. Mm. I love. I love a little. No, it's, they're not racing; cause they're on the same team. But I love. Quick lads going absolutely <clears throat> flat out for extended distances in rugby terms. I yeah, like that. Of course. That's why Sam's yeah, so good. Really um, what do you make of that line um, from Sammy for his try? Oh, it's just, it's brutal. Like, as a as a tight five player, you're, you're quite often the guy that has to defend lines like that. And it's quite difficult when quick blokes, like if you, if, if you took a line like that, it's much harder to deal with you than it is to deal with um, like a sort of Dwayne Vermeulen type or a Nick Easter type, you know, it's much harder to deal with you because you've got a bit more footwork and you come on it, you hit the hit the line faster. Yeah, and it's not like the old days when centres are small, wingers are small, and forwards are big. There's massive units, and I remember Ben Cohen was one of the first in the Premiership was one of the first guys you'd call a really big bloke. Yeah, who was on the wing who would hit lines at you know off nine and off ten. And it was really, really hard work. And um, he hits that line, and it is—it's beautiful. The ball's beautifully delivered, by the way, because it's perfectly timed. But I don't know what you mean. The thing is, I do think you put you put an Underhill or a Curry or a Jack Willis in there, and I think you know he he gets stopped. Um, well, Chris, but... Har- Chris Harris is in front of him, but you you watch—he's already sort of committed to the tackle. His head is down. He's trying to make a tackle and gets nowhere near him. Yeah. Um, but such a tight line and does really Ooh, well. Like that. Does really well to finish it off. Um, I, I liked how Randrandra's got all these amazing tackle, all these amazing attacking um, skills and assets and stuff, and he's a hell of a player. But 
I like that he runs clever lines as well, and he's not just big and quick. No. I like, I like that he was involved in the driving mall that went over, and he's got a high work rate. I also like when people run into him, they get twatted. <laughs> yeah, like Cipriani felt the force a couple of times, and I. It, but it's his work ethic. I think he's. Yeah, got. but you said it before as well. Like it's, it's not just the size, the power. It's the intelligence and the rugby brain that goes with it as well, which makes yeah. him, you know, the most dangerous. Um. Chris Harris does score a try. Um, I thought Billy Twelve Trees yeah. does really well um, at picking the right option often for either hitting decoys or putting it behind. Takes it really flat and Ran Radra just overruns it a little bit because Twelve Trees uses that short decoy in Chris Harris who goes through. Great option to have. I mean, they're not even decoys anymore. Everyone's an option and that's what makes it so deadly. Mm. Um, mm. And... Uh, you know, you, you can't. Chris Harris ripped through the midfield a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. I think if you, you know, but it's difficult. They won you, comfortably. Yeah, you want to you want to make the defender in front make a fifty fifty. Does he take the short option or does he take the option behind, which would have been to to Cipriani? It's, but it's also a hard, it's a hard line as a ball player to hit because you've got no time. You've got to really, got to have peripheral vision. You know, it's yeah. a last minute decision where right you think the 13's gone, you play the short line or you think the 13's held, you put it behind. So, um, 12 Trees is really good at that. Um, yeah. And it was a nice try. I tell you, I'm not sure if it's Eden or Eden, but Tiff Eden, or Tiff Eden, hair envy, hair envy, mate. Do you see it? He's like, yeah, you, something like Saved by the Bell. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure if I prefer that or Duncan Weirs at the moment. Well, have you seen Will Stewart's The Bath Prop? Nope. Oh, fella. He has got, he's gone full shave around the sides. Yeah. Business up front, party at the back, and he's bleached it. Oh, wow. He's got a highlighted mullet skull. Have you seen Duncan Weirs? Yeah, he's keeping it till Christmas to raise money. Yeah. Acorns Hospice. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, the thing, the thing I would say about Duncan Weirs, I say this with all due, with all, with all respect, um, it wasn't that great to start with. No. So at least now there's he's getting paid for having a schlid, uh, whereas before it was kind of, oh, what you're supposed to do with a lid like that? Mm. Yeah, well, you know, um, yeah, I mean, jokes on him, really, isn't it? It's like a microphone. I've got massively. I mean, I've I've got much better hair than him. Um, That's how I'd imagine yours yeah, to go, by the way. If you yeah, it's not quite it. like that. No, mine's mine's more like Michael Bolton um, or Tina Turner. You uh, you hear Pat Lamb after the game saying we got some stuff to work on, and you think about Chris Harris's try. And Chris Harris ripping through towards the end, um, feeding Varney, I think it was to put him in. You think, well, actually, um, there are a couple of bits for Bristol to work on there. Gloucester, but Gloucester just started so slow. Um, and it, it's hard when Semi Randrandra was given the ball five times in five minutes yeah. and he's on one. It's like, well, there aren't, you know, as we saw at the World Cup, there are international teams that can't do a lot about that. But if you start as soft as Gloucester started at the weekend, you're toast, mate. It doesn't matter where you're playing or who you're playing in the Prem. You know, there's one or two teams you might get away with it against, but certainly not Bristol with the weapons they've got. Um, did you see, obviously you did, uh, Wasps Worcester. Uh, Nick, yeah. da- Nick David try for yeah. uh, for Worcester. Uh, it was given, for me, no try, blocked by the ref and another Worcester player. Um, yeah, it was so. a bit of one of those, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ref was right in the way as well, but shouldn't have been a try, really. But they get away with it. Um, but pretty decent performance, really, by Wasps. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was. And Worcester, I mean, effectively played an academy team. Um, a little bit, and, yeah. yeah. And they they started off really well, actually. The, the, the young fellas got really stuck in. They piled in. They're good on them. Um, Nick David's a good player. He's played... He's played. He's scored, been, he scored tries in the Prem. Who played seven for Wasp, mate? Gabriel... Uh, Ogre. Ogre. Really good. Yeah, E class player. Yeah. Um, really exciting player. And he's he also plays uh, hooker. And they've got a, f- a lot of good hookers at Wasp now, a lot of good hookers. Um but yes, yeah, so they Was Was did well to come back into that and they played some nice stuff and Ryan Mills pulled the strings a little bit, which you'd expect. Um but ultimately it's it's one of those things that it's like it's like Bath, we'll talk about Bath, you know, beat Leicester very comfortably at the weekend. Yeah, they um, did bonus point in them in the first half, but it is it's not an academy team, but it's almost an academy team. There's lots of young names in there. Almost all, you know, 13 changes from the first choice team that played last week uh, and lost at Chiefs. But all those changes, it's like, because relegation is already done and dusted, they can do it and they can focus on, yes, there are nine games in seven weeks, so you've got short turnarounds. But also you can basically say, well, we don't need to go flat out for every game because... You know, we're not going to make Europe in the top six and, you know, do Leicester Tigers. Actually, they might say they do, but do they actually want to make top six or do Worcester Warriors actually want to be top six and be in the European Champions Cup? I'd say no, because they just don't have the squad to handle that plus Prem. They just don't. Um, It's a bit like pre-season at the moment uh, for a lot of teams because you just... You're trying young players out. You're trying experienced players out. Trying to give them a little bit of game time. You can see that in the in the teams that have picked. Um, but there was a massive difference in the size and power from Bath to Leicester. Mind it was so oh, yeah. visible. Yeah, massive. Um, Dunn was really good at hooker. Wasn't he good? Wasn't he good? But they they had a big pack out. You know, they had a big yep. old pack out. And Leicester, you know, had Coley on the bench or whatever. But they had largely. It's not a first choice pack. Lavanini played and he put it about a bit, but it's you know you would kind of expect that from a first choice Premiership pack versus a young, yeah, you sort would. Of fledgling pack. You would expect that. Yeah, um, McConaughey tries really good, finishes it off really well. Um, really nice finish. Jonathan Joseph creates that though. You watch him when he comes around the corner; he just straightens up, squares his hips up just a little bit to put him through. If he, yeah, and that's I suppose that's the difference between having an international centre like him and maybe just an average club player who gives it early. But it's that little move where he just holds the line a little bit and then yeah. and then puts it behind to McConaughey. That creates a space. If he doesn't do that, you're drifting off, you're tackling him. So nice little bit of subtle sort of work there, which you might not, average person might not seen JJ do. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm. Um, I didn't really notice that. Watson looked good at the back, um, hungry for work. Yep. Falatau played almost a whole game, which is good news for Bar. So, I mean, yeah, it's a good win, that, and the and Wasp wins a good win, but it... The moment of the game, snap. though, had to be Madavesi making a break. And grinning. Well, I wasn't sure if it was a grin or a grimace. Like, I wasn't sure if he was just getting tired because, you know, he, he can't really go f- fast for long periods. But when you watch it in the replay, he's probably laughing at selling a dummy. Yeah, yeah. and no, knowing Josh, that is... I knew straight away that was a laugh because he's laughing the whole time. He's one of those upbeat yeah. guys who's just giggling and laughing and mucking about the whole time. Lovely bloke. So, um, yeah, that's nice. But it's just, it, it is a little snapshot. And if you are pro or anti um, ring fencing the premiership, this is undeniably a snapshot of what some weekends will look like in that. 
at the moment it's all right because we're just glad to have sport back and there's no relegation because there's been a big drama with Saris and all that. But the reality is you will have teams, you will have second choice teams and it's a nice idea to have like, well, the young players you've never seen before and that is interesting. But for your average rugby fan, they want to see the big names. That's why they tune in. Not everyone's a purist. Yeah. And how do you grow the game with a second team getting 40 points put on them at home? Um with loads of guys you haven't heard of yet. I think, you know, that is that is a tough one. So when there's no relegation, there's just less on the line and you will get these walkovers at weekends that are just not as appealing to neutral fans. So I think the big thing the is, yeah, it's the same a little bit of the Pro 14 at the moment. You're just, yeah. you're just happy to see rugby and live sport back on at the moment. That You know, it doesn't, yeah, you want to see good rugby, you want to see tries, but because we've been starved of live sport for such a long time, it's just great to see it back on. Um, yeah. Saracens, Quinns. Quinns actually got themselves within seven, up to seven uh, points yeah. back into the game. Um, I thought they looked a lot better when the CK came on. Looked mega. Came on, scored. Great line. Well, a couple of big carries from him. Wow. Huge. Um, he just gets... But also, like, his movement as well. He hits a short line, but last minute, steps off the left. Vinopola's planted. He can't recover. Um just a really good bit of footwork from a big bloke. It's difficult when you're sort of 17 and a half, 18 stone to make a change of um, direction like that when you're going full yeah. tilt. Um, you, don't, you don't have to tell me, mate. But <laughs> your Maori sidestep. But I mean, they look, uh, Quinns were unlucky when one of the Quinns players kicking to touch, it touch, it gets touched in flight. Atoji reacts and hits Lewington. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, but, yeah, but how well does a toji react? Yeah, like, yeah. He, well, he reacts he's so on it. Yeah, he, he does. Um, it's quite an easy thing to do, though, if you're clued in with the game, because it's a it's a clear deflection, and there's nobody around him, absolutely no one, and it's quite easy for him to put Lewington away. But yeah. You know, also, what one thing I've noticed that's tough on Quinns. Games, that's tough on Quinns. It is, yeah. But one thing I've noticed watching games with no crowds is that when it, a ball is touched in flight, you hear it so much more clearly. Yeah you were before there's no confusion from the players on the field because you really really hear it like you do in training yeah uh, which would have helped but I watched um, yeah. I watched a little bit of Pro 14 I obviously watched the Scarlets v Blues and Steph Evans turns up with a proper mullet like something out of Mad oh, yeah. Max it's something out oh, of Mad yeah. Max that's how that's how bad it was and my man it's like if you peroxide your hair or yeah you know you have a Mohican or you have something as distinctive as that, you've got to play well. Uh, did he? Unfortunately, he did. Oh, look, goodness for that. Looked really good. Looked really good. Scored two tries, scored the first try. Sort of deflection um, from a kick through by Harry Millard and pace on the end to finish it off. I mean, Scarlets were great. You know, they were running the ball, scored a try literally from their own line. Um, it was, who scored it? Johnny McNichol scored it. But they just look good, mate. They just, they play well. They play a lot like Exeter, high tempo. They want to play in the, in the wider chance. They offload the ball a lot. And Blues didn't really have too many answers. Josh Adams scored, looked look pretty decent. But, but top, will Steph Evans get a run for Wales? No, I don't know. I don't, well, if he plays like that every week, I'm sure he would. Um, a little bit disappointed to see Thomas Williams leave the field with a shoulder injury. Hope it's not too bad. He looked really good right, yeah. at the start of that what game. What about Reece Did he play? No, he didn't play. Uh, Dan Jones played at 10. Gath Davis went off as well, I think, with a dead right. leg. So you hope they're all right. Um, but it was a 
it was a decent performance by by the Scarlets. You know what they're like. They 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 don't really change their blueprint. Um, you know, no matter who who's coaching them, um, they play their strengths, which is that in in the wider channels. But um, I suppose the the biggest um, incident of the weekend was George North getting red carded after fourteen Go minutes. Talk to me. Kickoff, Ashen uh, balls in the air. It's a f- it's one of those in between kickoffs. It's not long. It's not short. Um, it's in the middle, Tom. It's in the middle. Ashton Hewitt gets off the ground, take the ball. George North takes him out in the air. Oh, oh no! Doesn't leave the ground. Um, clips his legs. Oh, Ashton no. Hewitt. Was it a typical f- George North cheap shot. <laughs> a typical George cheap shot was it? Ashton Hewitt ends up, you it's know, just spinning. Just a joke. Um, really dangerous. A lot of people saying, "Ah, oh, you know, his eyes, Ooh. his eyes were on the ball." It doesn't matter. You've got, you've got a duty of care to that person there. You've got to assume they're going to jump in the air, which means you either slow down your run, you either time it better, or you get off the ground. He does neither. Takes Ashton Hewitt out. It's a it's a clear red. Um, yeah, we've been through this sort of eighteen months ago. You know, we know yeah. what is red, what is yellow now. Um, and he had to go. He had to go. Um, which just is a bit of a slight, a slight lack of awareness and get a red card, don't you? Yeah, just switched off. I mean, it's it's very clumsy, very clumsy, and it's lucky that um, that Ashton Hewitt gets up from it. But he he has scored a try. Bear in mind, he powered through on the right hand side. Nice little. Um, Nice ball, actually, by Alan Wynne jones Very skillful. Oh, right, okay. has, has a couple of touches in leading up to that try. But he was a player for for majority of the game, 65 minutes, I suppose down to 14 men, and probably could have won it had it not been for a late try from That's Hewitt. Nice. Yeah. Um, Dragon struggled a little bit. Um, mm. Ashton Hewitt scores a nice try, early doors. Uh, Leon Brown has another... Very good try. He scored a couple of tries against the Ospreys from 30, 40 metres out. He's fast, mate. Yeah, he's head of an athlete. I'm not it? sure what he's like in the scrum, but yeah. He's young. He's young, mate. He'll, you know, if he's got if he's got the right attitude, he'll get there. You know, look at Carl Sinclair. Kyle yep. Sinclair's a, one of the best props in the world now. And not like he, you know, but he he's had to learn, not the art of scrummaging, but he's had to learn to be a more competitive scrummager and it takes a bit of time. And also you find your strength a bit later in that those sorts of positions and... Leon Brown, I think, will be fine. That'd be true, boy. Um, I was looking forward to watching Nick Tompkins play first start for the yeah. Dragons. Um, quite quiet, didn't really get too much ball. Not massive amount of opportunity. Kieran Williams at 12 for the Ospreys really impressed me. Great. Um, yeah. Sort of, I would say he's he's a shorter 12. I wouldn't say too much of a, a ball player at the moment, but really powerful, really direct, good feet, fast. Um, probably should have put one of his wingers away when he made a break early doors, but just hungry for the ball and a really good carrier, really good strike runner. Um, I think he won man of the match, but really impressed. Stephen Myler, actually, from yeah. Northampton. Yeah, how'd he go? All right, all right. You know, it's, it's, he's a link man. You know, he's 36, yeah. 37. You know, you're not, he's not going to make any 70-meter breaks, but he'll certainly put him in the right areas. And when you've got players like Kieran Williams, Owen Watkin outside him, you know your job is is to put those players away. Um, yeah, Reese Webb showed well, I thought as well. Good boy, um, good boy. Nice to see him back. Yeah, good boy. But um, yeah, ended up twenty all, mate. Um, lost me, Fine. lost me a little bit through that sort of middle third of the game, um, but came back and it was pretty exciting. 
started flicking back on the Twitter, did you? Looking at golf clips on Instagram. No. <laughs> looking at the stinger. The three yeah. iron stinger. No, I was flicking between the cricket, mate. Oh, well done. But um, guess who's working next week for um, the Blues Ospreys? What? Is it you? Me? Is it you? Yeah, Premier Sport. Tune in on Sunday. Oh, God, he's back in the game. He's working again. He's invoicing again. He's, oh. he's invoicing again. Oh. Can't wait to get my little Microsoft template up. Send it on. Worst bit. Add a zero. No food, yeah. No food or drink in the stadium. Mate. Is there temperature in checks? The temperature checks, but no food or drink in the stadium. Mm. So you've got to take your own packed lunch, which I don't like because I, like I like to feed at every different stadium on its own merit. Yeah. You know, find the best feed in each ground. That's what I like to do. Well, we do the same with service stations, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's hard to beat Gloucester. Right, I'm, right, I'm off for a, I'm off for a charity walk now, fella. You know what I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Beefy's going walking. I mean, put the link up on Twitter if you want us to, to sponsor you, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. You know I will. Um, you know I will, fella. Yeah. Um, put a pair of comfortable shoes on, mate. Don't do it in your fit flops. No, I got walking shoes, special okay. walking shoes. Um, I got them when I took my mum to Chile because I'm a good bloke and um, I've used them a lot ever since because I'm a, what, a good long distance walker now. And it was free. All right, mate. Well, uh, take care. Paid for them. Paid for them. Okay, cheers then. I'll catch you soon. Well, boy. Right, everyone uh, keep going. Yeah, right? everyone keep going. Um, subscribe. Leave us some feedback and five stars, all right? Um, yeah, feel free to leave some feedback. Um, we appreciate it. Non-aggressive. Okay. Chin up, everyone. Bye. Ta-ra. 